Welcome, and thank you for listening to the Miami Vineyard Podcast. We hope this message encourages you, breathes life into you, and helps you experience God's love. Enjoy the message. So good to be with those of you joining us online. Hey, can we make some noise and welcome in our online Vineyard family? Come on, let's hear it for them. Hey, if you're online with us live right now, don't forget to say hello in the chat. So, my name is Kevin. I'm one of the pastors, and hey, Happy New Year, everybody. If you didn't get a chance to wish you that already, welcome to 2023. Happy New Year, everybody. So, several years ago, my wife, Pastor Debbie, and I realized that we're going to be having some fun. We were invited and chosen to, as contestants in a new reality TV show. I'm just kidding. That didn't happen. Some of you going, really? I just made that up. But we realized we're going to have some fun. But the fun had to do with our home. See, we have a house, we own a house that was built in 1966 in the Cutler Bay area of here of our city. If you know anything about homes in that area, they, those homes were built back in the day with cast iron piping, plumbing piping that ran below your house. And so, so those pipes have all deteriorated. And now they have to replace the piping below your house. To do that, they dig a trench through your house, two feet deep and two feet wide, right through the middle of your house. Dirt piled up on both sides. And so we've been putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. So finally, we made a decision that we said last February of last year, we said, we said let's go. Let's do this. And so we decided to take an opportunity to do some remodeling in the process. We hired an architect. Uh, we hired a contractor, and they said, look, if we're gonna, you're going to do this, they said, you can't be in the house. you got to move out. So we found an apartment. We moved out of our house last February, and we thought this, this project would take, like, at the longest, six months. Right. <laughs> Anybody done any remodeling lately? Anybody remodeling? Yeah, yeah. If you're, if you're online with us right now, just put HGTV in the chat. You're done some remodeling, Right. <laughs> Look, look, you know, if you've done remodeling, you know it takes twice as long as you think and costs three times as much as you think. So here we are. Here we are. February of last year. We're still not done. Now, we were able to move back into our house uh, right before Christmas. So we, we, it's still not quite done, but we were able to move back in. But the dream, right? We had this dream and sometimes a dream doesn't always happen as quickly as you think the dream should happen. I wonder if you ever, ever had a dream like that. Maybe not remodeling, but, but maybe, maybe your dream was going to college or getting married or having kids or moving or, or maybe, maybe doing something you've always dreamed of. And then the reality of life sets in. This weekend, we're kicking off a brand new series. We're calling Let's Go! And we're looking at this, where, when, when we, we got this idea, this vision, this dream, and we've prayed about it. We really think that this is the right timing. This is the, we should do it now. This is the right timing now. And you go off and you, you do it, and all these things are happening. And you're going, you're going, what is happening? I'll tell you what's happening. What's happening is this. God has you on a journey. It's a faith journey. And so many times we think, well, well, if this is really God, we prayed about this, and we, we, we just really sense that this is God. And oftentimes when we, we think God's in it, everything's going to go smooth and everything's going to be hunky-dory. Listen, folks, it's not the way it is. It's not the way it is in life. If you take a look at any of the biblical heroes of the Bible, 
You see they had difficulties, they had problems, lots of stuff happened in their lives. And if you take a deeper look, a deeper dive, you can see that there's almost like a pattern of what happens in their lives. Same pattern that happens in our lives. Same pattern that happens in our lives. And this is all part of the faith journey. Now, so this is an opportunity to build our faith. So let me ask you a question. How many of you would like to have a stronger faith in 2023? Can I see your hands? A stronger faith in 2023. Yeah, yeah. Look at it. Who wouldn't? If you're online with us right now, just put stronger faith in the chat. Listen, this is how it happens. It's a journey. It's a journey. Now, we're going to talk about this journey. Because, because if we understand the pattern, because what happens so many times is this. We set out with this dream, this idea, this faith. I got faith for this, or I got faith for that. And we set out. And then this happens, and this happens, and this happens. And we think that we... We missed it. We didn't hear God. We, we shouldn't have done it. No, 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 no. None of those things are true. It's just the reality of life. It's the reality of the pattern. It's six phases of faith. I want to give them to you today. There's six things that happen to us in a predictable pattern. I want to talk about that today. But before I do any of this, love for you to locate some message notes. So our message notes are virtual. So they're all on our Miami Vineyard app. If you have the app downloaded, that'll be a great time to open the app. If you haven't downloaded the app, you can download our free app, Miami Vineyard. Go to your app store, search Miami Vineyard. Or if you're in the room today, you can scan this QR code that's in the seat back in front of you. Scan the QR code, immediate download. Once you get the app downloaded, tap on this weekend, message notes. This weekend, message notes. Or we have an option for you beginning this year. We're actually going to give you a paper copy if you prefer writing on a piece of paper. So the notes are available to you right now. If you go back to the pub table, pub table, pub table, there are some notes right there. And any weekend now when you come in, you can pick them up at a pub table if you want. you got some pens. If you want to take them on paper, we give you the paper option as well. If you're using paper, we know you're over 50. So anyway, so here we go. So, <laughs> no, feel free to use paper. I, I'm, I'm, still a, I'm 35 and still love the paper. So, so here we go. What I want to do today... And by the way, this is going to be, this is going to be a, a five-part series. I want to encourage you now to make plans to be here for all five weeks of the series, because we're going to be exploring these phases. So here we go. Here's, here's the first phase. When, when we get, always, always begins this way. Here's phase number one, if you're taking notes. And by the way, all of them begin with a D. They all begin with letter D. Here's the first phase, dream. That God all, it always begins with a dream, an idea, a vision. Now, God may literally give you a dream, or, he, or it's just an idea. Some of you, you've had something deep within you your whole life. You've wanted to go and do whatever. And it's just, it's, you can't get away from it. Wherever you go, it's just there. And for whatever reason, you just haven't quite done it yet. Who, who puts that there? God does. It's a dream. It's a dream. And everything in life starts with a dream. Starts with a dream. If, I would, if you and I would go over to Shake Shack, get a burger, shake, make sure you get the cookies and cream milkshake. It's so good over at Shake Shack. But if I'd say, look, Tell me your dream. Some of you would tell me a dream you've had that you've told no one. Because you thought, oh, the dream is so hokey, it's so stupid, it's like nobody's going to believe me. But there, I'm telling you, there is within us, so many of us, a dream that's there, that you want to go and do whatever. It doesn't have to be world-changing, you know, global-changing, but there's something inside of you. And listen, things start this way. They start with a dream. God puts that there. Some of you going, Pastor Kevin, what, what, what kind of dreams are you talking about? Okay, let me give you some examples, right? Here's some examples. Maybe, maybe it's to start your own business. Maybe it's to adopt or foster a child. 
Maybe it's to be a missionary or start a church or, or go back to school and get your degree or maybe to marry a pastor and have five kids. <laughs> you know, when my wife, Debbie, she married me, I was not a pastor. I was a school teacher here in Miami-Dade County. And we're still trying to figure out those five kids. But anyway, but maybe, 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 look, a couple more dreams. Maybe, maybe it's a dream to open a rehab facility or become a professional musician or professional athlete. There's all kinds of dreams. And like I said before, it could be something that just pops into your mind or it could be something that's been there for a long, long time. Somebody's saying, well, Pastor Kevin, how do I know? How do I know if the dream is from God or not? How do I know? How do I know it's from God or just too much late show and I had from the night before? Okay. Let me give you, I didn't put these on your notes, but let me give you, let me give you quickly three ways, three quick filters to know if the dream is from God or not. Okay, here's the first filter. Here's the first filter. If you know the dream is from God, it's going to require faith. If you can do the dream on your own, it doesn't require faith. So first thing, it requires faith. Here's, here's filter number two. If the dream is from God, it's not self-centered. Pastor Kevin, I got this idea. I think it's from God. I got this idea. God wants me to make $10 million. Okay. I'm not saying it's not from God. It could be from God. But if it is from God, it's not going to be all spent on you. Because that's a self-centered dream. God doesn't respond. God doesn't give self-centered dreams. God gives God-centered dreams and other-centered dreams, not self-centered dreams. That's what God does. So look. God may give you an idea to make $10 million, but if he does, you're going to make sure God gets the first part, 10% goes back to God, and you're, going to, and you're just going to be a conduit of that money, just a resource. God, I want to just, God, I want to help so many people and so many things. I want to do all this. That's how you know the dreams from God. It's, it's never going to be self-centered. And here's the, third, here's the third filter. So it takes faith, can't be me-centered. Here's the third filter. Is it consistent with who God is and what God has said? In other words, in other words, does it line up with this book? Because a dream from God has to line up with this book. So, if you get a dream or an idea or a vision that you think is from God, that you're married to the wrong person, in, in nine days... I have a big anniversary in my life, and it's not my wedding anniversary. In nine days, I celebrate being the lead pastor here for 30 years. In nine days. It's so hard to believe because I'm only 35. It's just so hard to believe. If you could hear the things I've heard in 30 years, I'm telling you, you'd probably have to call 911. <laughs> the stuff people have told me over 30 years would blow your mind. I, 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 just, I can't be shocked anymore because I've been shocked too many times. But this one, what I just told you, this one, it's not been one, it's not been two, it's been dozens and dozens of people over the years come to me and say, Pastor Kevin, Pastor Kevin, I've been praying, and I just really believe that I'm married to the wrong person. I was supposed to be married to this person over here, and now I'm married to this one. So, Pastor Kevin, I'm going to separate from this one and go marry this one over here. 
right. And you expect me to say what? Go for it. That's certainly God. What? That doesn't line up with this book. That doesn't line up with this book. So I'm not going to... No. You're telling me this because your marriage is on the rocks and your marriage sucks and you fell in love with somebody else and now you're going to blame it on God. Oh, Pastor Kevin, you're preaching today. Listen, whatever marriage you're in right now, make it the marriage that's going to go the distance. Make it the marriage that's going to last. That's what God blesses. That's what God blesses. So, 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 so phase one, right? We're gonna, we're, I'm going to give you all six phases today, and then we're going we're gonna to explore them further in weeks to come. So here we go. Phase one always starts with a dream. A dream, a dream. Always starts with a dream. Here's phase two. The dream, after the dream, comes a decision. This is what you got. You got to do something with the dream. If you're gonna, if you're gonna go back to school and get the degree, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta sign up for school. You gotta enroll. You gotta, you gotta career move to become healthy. Whatever it is, look what the Bible says in the book of James. You must believe and not doubt. A double-minded person is unstable in all they do. See, faith is more than a mental assent. Faith is a verb. Faith is an action word. Faith is something you do. And so, here's what's always involved with faith. If we're going to take a step of faith and we're going to decide, here's always involved with faith, the word risk, R-I-S-K. It's always going to involve risk. Every time we follow God, there's a risk. There's a risk. Going, Pastor Kevin, what kind of risk? Okay, let me give a couple examples of risk. You might have to risk money. You might have to risk energy, resources, reputation. Not everybody's going to agree with that decision. You might have to agree, you, a risk failure, but here's a biggie. Here's a biggie. You're going to almost always have to risk your comfort zone. Because when following God, he, he asks us, he asks if this is my comfort zone, he asks us to, to get out of our comfort zone to follow him. Almost always following God involves getting out of our comfort zone and following God. Almost always. It's getting, sometimes God will, not all the time, but sometimes God will take us away from everything we know to be familiar. And the only way to grow in our faith and to have our faith become stronger, remember in the beginning I said, who wants a stronger faith? We all said, yeah, baby, I do. Okay, if we want a stronger faith, it's going to take following God with everything. And sometimes it's going to be, we got to take a leap of faith. I can't tell you how many times in my life that's happened where I had to leave what I knew to be comfortable to follow God. For example, when I was 22 years old, I left my home in Green Bay, Wisconsin and moved to Miami. Go Packers. That was not an easy move for me to, be, to, to just move all alone to the city of Miami. Some of you, some of you have, have, have come from another country here to the United States. That was a big move of faith. I left the United States to come to Miami, but some of you... When you know, you know. <laughs> and then I, I moved here. I got a job teaching computers in Dade County Public Schools at Mays Junior High down south in Goulds. Got some Mays people in the house today. <laughs> Listen, I got hired to teach computers. I didn't even know how to turn one on. You don't think that's a risk? That's a risk of either being faith-filled or stupid. I'm not sure which one. And sometimes there's a fine line. And then, I, start, then I, I, I finally got my feet under me after seven years of doing it. 
And then God said, okay, Kevin, it's time for you to become pastor of this church. Those are wild experiences. But here's what you got to know. You got to know if God has your best interest at heart. And would he ask you to do something that leaving the familiar behind and stepping into the unfamiliar, you got to know. You got to know. God's in it. I asked my wife this week, I said, honey, has there ever been a time in your life when God asked you to do something, like take a step of faith, take a leap of faith that you didn't understand? She said, yeah, when he asked me to marry you. <laughs> now look, we've got to. If, we're gonna, if our faith is going to grow, we have got to be willing to release what we know in order to get to where God wants us to go. We got to, come on somebody. We got to, we got to release what we know in order to get to where God wants us to go. Almost always that's the case when following God with faith. Almost always, almost always. It's called risk. It's called faith 101. And it's not just once. It's over and over and over again. Every time and every time we make a decision to say yes to God, our faith grows. So we're on the journey. Starts with a dream. Then comes a decision. Those are two good steps. And now comes the next three. The next three are called life. And when we hit the next three, so many times we think that we didn't hear God. Like, like, oh, it's like I should have never did this. I should have never started this. I should have never had the dream. I should have never made the decision. I should have, no, 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 no. no. It's, not that, it's not that you made the wrong decision. You just have to know that what's happening to you is normal. The next three things I'm going to talk about are normal. They're normal. So when you come to them, I mean, you come to that phase and you come to that season, just know that it's not, you didn't, you didn't miss God. You could be right in the center of where God wants you to be. It's just that this is called life. God has you on a journey. Our faith doesn't grow when everything is going smoothly. Your faith doesn't grow on a cruise ship. Your faith grows in the tough times of life when things are happening and you don't understand why. So our faith grows then. So here we go. Ready? Here we go. I told you, next three phases. Here we go. They all start with D. Here's phase three. So we got the dream. We made the decision. Here comes phase three. Delay. There will always be delays. You can count on it. God has never promised to give you a dream today and fulfill it tomorrow. In fact, look what it says. But these things, God says in Habakkuk, the book of Habakkuk in the Bible, God says, but these things I plan won't happen right away. Slowly, steadily, surely, the time approaches when the vision will be fulfilled. He's talking about home remodel. No, he's talking about all kinds of things. <laughs> See, in phase three, when we, when we get the delay, here's one question we all ask. When? When? When, Lord? When are you going to ask my prayer? When am I going to get married? When are we going to have kids? When are the kids going to leave home? <laughs> when are the dolphins going to make the playoffs? When? When? Hey, listen, I'm praying for a dolphin victory today. Anybody else? And I'm praying for a Packer victory tonight. And I'm praying that both teams make it to the playoffs and we can, we can, we can all be there next week together. Now, why does God have us wait? Why? Because we hate waiting. 
Why does God have us wait? Because waiting forces us to put our trust in God. Because when there's nothing we can do, we got to rely on what only He can do. When there's nothing we can do, we got to rely on what only He can do. That's why God makes us wait. It forces us to trust in God. Well, I hate waiting. So do I. So do I. If you follow me around, you would know that this dude hates to wait. But waiting, waiting forces us to trust in God. And every time we trust in God, our faith grows. Our faith grows. So, dream, decision, delay. Ready for the next D? Here we go. Next D is difficulty. Not only do we get to wait, we get to have problems while we wait. You're going, great, Pastor Kevin, where do I sign? I want to sign up today. Listen, because faith grows in these moments. Faith grows in the waiting rooms of life and the difficulty of life. Look what it says in, in, in the book of 1 Peter, chapter 1, says this. Some of you are going to relate to this. At the present, you may be temporarily harassed by all kinds of trials. This is no accident. It happens to, what's it say? Thank you for the three people who said that with me. It happens to what? It happens to what? It happens to prove Prove your faith, which is infinitely more valuable than gold. Now, when he, says, when he says here, the writer says, prove your faith, he's not talking about proving if you have faith or not. Proving there means building. Building your faith, strengthening your faith, toughening your faith. It's like metal that just gets hammered and hammered and hammered and heated up and hammered to become steel. That's what's happening. Our faith, our faith. God is not looking for wimpy Christians. God is looking for Christians, believers, who will stand tall in the adversity of life. That's what God's looking for. Now, we're not born that way. And it doesn't happen that way just because you're raised in a Christian home, although that's, thank God, for the, we can raise our children in Christian homes. But it happens in life. It happens when we experience life. That's how it happens. That's how, that's how you grow. That's how it becomes strong. We think about marriage. And we all want a strong marriage. But we never want to go through any tough times in our marriage. Listen, those conversations, those hard, awkward conversations, I call it the tunnel of chaos that two people got to enter. And you got to figure this thing out. you got to talk about it. That's how you get a strong marriage. You get to know one another, learn one another. You get in those moments, those, those courageous conversations, the tunnel of chaos. That's how, you get, that's, that's how you strengthen anything. And God is after, God is after a deep, mature, robust faith. But I'm telling you, this, 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 this difficult, this, this is a tough, this is tough. You got delays going on. You got difficulties going on. You throw a health problem in there, a financial problem in there. You throw a recession in there. You show relational stress in there. You throw COVID in there. You throw a loss in there. Can I just tell you that 2022 was a very difficult year for me? Most of you don't know this because I, I, just, I just kept speaking. But 2022 was a very difficult year for me. A lot of stuff was happening behind the scenes. And there were moments, look, I, I, I'm just being honest with you. 
because I'm, I'm a pastor. I've been a pastor for 30 years. I should know better, but I'm just being honest. I'm also a human being. There were several days when I woke up last year where I said, God, I don't even know if you're alive anymore because I feel like you have forgotten about me. God, if you're alive, you've got to show me something. Anybody ever feel like that? Yeah. It, was, it was a hard 2022. And then that day, somebody would send me a text. Just out of the blue. Just locally here, one of you. Sometimes I got a text from the other side of the world. And it just hit me at the right place at the right time. So many people in the hallway. Somebody would stop me in the hallway and say, Pastor Kevin, I've been praying for you. God sees you. He's got you. And they had no idea what I'm going through. Just, 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 this is, this is why we need each other. This is why we need the church family. This is why we're better together. This is why. For stuff like this, this is why. Just being with you on the weekends and just, just being together made all the difference in the world for me. I'll tell you more about it in the months to come, but it was, it, it was a challenging year. I'm thanking God for 2023. But some of you have, some of you have had a challenging year. Some of you had more than a challenging year. You've had a challenging multiple years. I'm here to tell you today, you came to this place today. You joined online today because God sees you. He sees you. You're just on the journey. I was on the journey. I was on the journey. Sometimes I forgot I was on the journey. I was on the journey with you. We're all on the journey. And it's not just one journey. It's many journeys over and over and over again. The journey, it's called the journey, the journey of faith. God is strengthening our faith. God is growing our faith. So we have the dream, the decision, the delay, the difficulty. Here comes stage five. You ready? I told you there's three D's that we're not going to like. Here comes stage five. Ready for the next D? Dead end. You're on this journey. You're going, it starts with a dream. Yay! And then comes delays and difficulties and dead end. And when you hit the dead end, you feel like the dream is over. You feel like you screwed up. You feel like you messed up. You feel like I didn't hear God. I was so stupid to think I did. You feel like it's over. You feel hopeless. Like there's no way out. Like my marriage. It's done. My career has gone down the toilet. My health has gone from bad to worse. My finances are a wreck. That baby we've always wanted, it's not going to happen. That degree that I've been going after is just... Listen, if you feel this way, you're not alone. In fact, you're in company with some of the heavy hitters in the Bible. Everybody who follows God goes through these phases, all of them, not just once, over and over again. They go through dead ends. Listen to what the past, Pastor Paul, the Apostle Paul said, who is one of the heavy hitters of the whole Bible. Look what he says. In, in this verse, next verse, he said, at the time we were completely overwhelmed. The burden was more than we could bear. In fact, we told ourselves this was the end, dead end. Yet, 
we now believe that we have this sense of impending disasters that we might learn to trust, not in ourselves, but in God who can raise the dead. So you get to a dead end. The dead end feels like it's over. But you got to know, when you're at a dead end, it doesn't mean that God left you. It does not. It doesn't mean that I, I left God someplace along the way. No, no, no. A dead end. God could be right there in the midst of the dead end. Because what's he doing? He's growing our faith. He's maturing our faith. And God allows sometimes the dead ends to come in our lives so we can learn to trust, not in ourselves, but we can learn to trust in him. So listen, I want to encourage you. Don't stop believing, don't stop believing, don't stop believing because phase six is coming. And here's phase six, deliverance. Deliverance, from dead end to deliverance, from dead end to deliverance. Notice, notice this next verse, he has delivered and he will deliver us again. You know what that means? That means that this is not the last time we're going to be at dead ends, folks. You're not at one dead end and then, thank God I'm through with that for life. No. Over and over and over again. It's part of life. Our faith is growing. God is taking us to another level, another level, another level. Our faith is growing. Look at the next verse, Psalm 27, 13. I'm expecting the Lord to rescue me again so that once again I will see the goodness of God. I'm expecting him to do it again. So once again, I can see the goodness of God. And God will deliver us again and again and again. So, so listen, we're going to go to time of prayer here in just a moment. But before we do that, I just want to say a couple things. Some of you. Some of you, today is your day to step out in faith to this dream that you've had. Some of you, it's not just, some of you, 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 got, you got a dream for 2023, but some of you, it's not a new dream. Some of you have had this on your news resolutions now for five straight years, and you just never take the moment to step out in faith, step out in faith. Some of you, this is your time. This is your moment to step out in faith. Follow the dream. Follow the dream. Step out in faith. Some of you, this is your time. Step out in faith. Some of you, because I think God is speaking to some of you right now. You're just sensing it. Some of you, you know, for 2023, you know what it is for you? For some of you, it's to be more involved in this church that you love, that you attend. For some of you, it's, it's time to move out of the purple chairs and say, I want to be involved. I want to I use the gifts and talents that God has given me to serve somebody else in the church, in the community. Okay, this is you. Your next step is growth track. In two weekends from now, on a Saturday morning, we're doing growth track. Growth track is about a three-hour class on a Saturday morning. It'll help you realize your gifts, the way God wired you, your talents, your abilities, and plug in here to this church family. You can sign up on growth track on the app right now. Just go to the top of the app. You can sign up for growth track right now and be part of this church family. And some of you, some of you, you're in the triple D's. You're in delays. You're in difficulties. And you're at a dead end. Some of you, you, you just need God to show up. Some of you today, Pastor Kevin, I need a touch from God in my life right now. I need it right now. 
In fact, if that's you, if that's you, we don't do this all the time here in the weekend, but if that's you right now, you say, Pastor Kevin, I need a touch from God. You've got to say what it is. But Pastor Kevin, I need a touch from God in my life right now. I want you to stand right now. All over this room, just stand up right now. I need a touch from God. Pastor Kevin, I need a touch from God. If you're online with us right now, if you're at home, stand up in your house. If you're in the nursery cry room, stand up in the nursery cry room. If you're saying, I need a touch from God right now, Pastor Kevin. Delays, difficulties, dead ends. So let's pray together. I'm going to ask you to do something. Maybe just put your hands on front of you like this, like you're receiving a gift. Just open. All of this is just body language saying, God, I need you. Let's pray together right now. God, come, come. Come, Holy Spirit. Come in this space, in this place, at home, wherever you may be. Come, Holy Spirit. We need you. There's people here today. They're just at this place. This, 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 there's just something happening in their life. They're, they're at an impasse, God. And they're, God, they're asking. They're crying out to you, God. Right now, God, that God, for you to come, God, and make a way where there seems to be no way. God, would you come? Would you come? I'm not praying that we would skip the steps because it's the steps that build our faith. But I'm praying that in the midst of this, that you will feel and experience and know the presence of the living God. Because when God is with us holding our hand, we can go through anything. And some of you right now, you're just, you're, you're just, you're, you're sensing God in a whole, in a whole way. God, come. God, thank you for what you're doing. In this way, God, God, we need you to move in such a way that no human can explain what just happened. It's only you, God. That it cannot be explained in the natural. Only the supernatural could make it happen. God, would you come right now? I found this on the web. God, would you come right now? We cannot do this without you. And God, I bless what you're doing in our hearts and our lives today. And I pray all these things today in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining in today. If you enjoyed this podcast, we'd love for you to leave a review, subscribe to this channel, and share with a friend. We'd also love the chance to connect with you. You can text the word NEW to 786-705-8930. Again, that's NEW to 786-705-8930. And we'll give you some next steps with how to plug in and get connected here at Miami Vineyard. We hope you have an amazing week. And thanks again for listening.